Okay. Mm. Dear Guruji, this is from Greta. Since I was a teenager, I have thought that the end of the world would occur during my lifetime. There you go. Hi, darling. Here you go, Greta. Thank you for writing. Since I was a teenager, I have thought that the end of the world would occur during my lifetime. I see the things that are happening in the world, such as global warming, environmental destruction, coronavirus and other diseases, wars, famines, violence, and racial, social and economic injustice. These problems seem like overwhelming evidence that I am right. How do I focus on discovering the truth of who I am when I am panicked all the time about the end of the world? I am so grateful for this opportunity and I love you. Namaste, Greta. Thank you very much. Uh, understandably, a very current um, uh, concern for many people now, no? like this. Since I was a teenager, I have thought that the end of the world would occur during my lifetime. You see. End of the world is too aspected, like the end of a physical thing is witnessed. You see, uh, when the end come in such a way, it's like if there's a mosquito, and I do, if I catch him like that, did he hear that slap? He wouldn't hear it to say, "Oh God, I got slapped and I died." No, it's finished. No, when things are, when we also just the same way that when you go to bed in the night, and you are fortunate enough to to be in deep sleep, the world as you know it does not occur. You are not dead, but the world is not there for you, because uh, why is it not there? Why? Because the cognitive mind. Must take a break and subside into oblivion, you see, and then you can take deep rest. There is neither world nor no world like that, and uh, because experiencing takes a lot of energy, and it takes a lot of energy to be a person and to live as a person. It takes no energy to be yourself. You see, a person. Is also um, very much uh, based upon the I am the body, and we know that the body is vulnerable. It has a beginning, it has a, a duration, it has an end. It is prone to sickness and pain, and suffering. It's also available for the experience of joy and love and peace, and all of this is the instrument through which you will taste uh, the diverse experiences available. True to all sentient beings, but uh, you say, um, I see the things that are happening in the world, such as global warming, environmental destruction. We all see, no? 
We all see uh, coronavirus and diseases, wars, famines, violence, unending. It seems violence and racial, social, economic injustices. You see, these problems seem like overwhelming evidence that I'm right, and for sure, at that level of looking, uh, things uh, are on many layers not looking good. If you have a mind that tends to be a worrisome mind or worrying mind, also these things will somehow they will just you know it's like if I um, I remember one time I had a, a, a Volkswagen I had a Volkswagen camper van many 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 years ago. As soon as I got this Volkswagen camper van, I start noticing many Volkswagen camper vans because it came into my consciousness. I became it became interesting for my mind. And so you keep seeing the same thing. It's like they show you now modern technology is simulating these effects, you see. If you plug into something, you like something, they start to show you many things similar to this. Start to come come. Mind is also like that. It was there before. It was it that creates all these kind of softwares to do that. It links to things very, very much. You see, if you were traveling uh, on an aeroplane flying over the planet, you would probably not notice any of these things, and you probably don't see them directly, but you hear them, you experience them, and for sure, uh, much of it is true also. But the mind clumps them all together because. The tendency of the psychological mind, personal mind, is to feel threatened because of this "I am the body" idea is very strong. And in fact, you know, the vulnerability—if someone was uh, was uh, shot, you know, a uh, uh, hundred miles away—it's oh, poor thing. I'm so sorry to hear that. But if they're shot down the road from you, whoa, it's coming close, and so. The sense of one's uh, mortality uh, feels much more alive and more, more in front of you. You see, so it is also we must add to that, um, uh, to all these things. You must add also the um, the egoic perspective of life, also, because it will exaggerate also. And it will. Uh, that's what we are seeing. The reality of anything is not only in the thing, but in the mind of the one perceiving it. This is why I say there's one Earth, but there are billions of worlds, and the world meaning not just the physical Earth, but also uh, our emotional response to it. Each one is experiencing the world in a unique ways. No two people are seeing it identically. Even if you are twins, you are not seeing it. And if you could imagine, in the same way that you go to bed each night, and you may have a dream, uh, a, a dream that you did not, you did not intentionally create. It's a unique dream. But even if you are sleeping next to your beloved, there's no way. Even if you could have something like some some me- mechanism that you could plug in. To witness the same situation, you cannot experience it in the same way. You cannot share your dream. You can talk about it, but you cannot share the way you experience it. It's the same in the waking state. You cannot. You, your view of the waking state 
is very, very personal and very, very unique because of its emotional content, the reaction, your conditioning, all of these things contribute to the unique way in which you experience any phenomenon. No? That's one thing. Okay, I'll move on from that a little bit. No? So the other thing I'll add also to this uh, list is a, a personal identity and ego, because that's the lens that we are looking through. And this is not just a mechanical lens, it is an emotional lens. It is a very much a lens that is that is giving a reading that you think you are seeing, but it is what you are experiencing inside. We are experiencing the world as it is pro- projected through the mind also. And so you may be living in a, on an island and still be very worried about the world. Leave that to God. Uh, it will something is taking care of all these things. It has to work like that. For thousands of years, it has been talked about this age of the world, which they call the Kali Yuga, which is a time of darkness when, and there have been many eras of darkness in human history. Um, you know where there have been times of violence and destruction and and hatred and separation all these things it keeps coming up and down coming up and down affecting different regions of different time moves around like that and somehow it seems that humanity also sometimes we need to suffer and to experience through the mind uh, and this suffering also helps us to turn within because it's as though all your hopes and projections for a beautiful world externally uh, is running out of space. You have to turn inside to find. And in, it is a beautiful turning, because whatever you project on the outer world, it will not last. Beautiful or ugly, it will not last. You are now at a stage where your attention is turned within to find that which is transcendent of all the things your mind portrays. And it is not a philosophy, it is not wishful thinking, it is not spiritual fantasy, it is right in your heart now to to discover that more and more. And you got to that because you said here How do I focus on discovering the truth of who I am? when I am panicked all the time about the end of the world. And this is the way that the mind, the psychological mind, works. You are too busy uh, trying to protect the world in your head to focus your attention on your heart. You see, you see? This you I am speaking about, actually, is the one that we need to uh, somehow look at, because it is through the lens of this person that the world you have to make your world beautiful. And by making your world beautiful, I mean by waking up to the truth of your true self. The things outside, in terms of the body, is relative, and the world it lives in and fantasizes about is also very relative. But in the heart of, of it is uh, an absoluteness, a purity, which we are thankfully here to discover more of, like that, you see. You ask, how do I focus on discovering the truth of who I am when I am panicked all the time about the end of the world? The idea you have of yourself in the mind is panicked, you see, and it's the same thing that I was speaking to the previous question. I think it was Jennifer, 
that somehow you something has to make this switch. You know, it is not the self that needs to switch, but a switching needs to happen where all the energy is concentrated upon this person you take yourself to be at the moment. And thankfully, I can tell you, you are not that, not absolutely. And even at a relative sense, you are not that, because you see, you have had so many experiences, and each of these experiences have been changing the way that you look and how you perceive yourself in the world. So it will always be changing. Something is always changing. But there is a, a, a consciousness within you that is aware of the changes, but itself is not changing. Am I connecting with you at this moment? So even if you even if you say, how do I focus on discovering the truth of who I am? How can I, when I am panicked, when the mind, myself in my mind, the entity in my mind, which is myself, I'm so panicked all the time about the end of the world, and I'm totally hearing that. I'm hearing that. Must we go and rescue that one? Or must we be rescued from that one? Because that one and the world is very connected. And it, the, the world that it sees is not a reliable world. Your worldview will not fit into someone else's worldview. So you cannot find a reality by existing as a separate view. And the self is beyond views and perspectives. So how to, um, how to focus on discovering the truth of who I am when I'm panicked all the time about the end of the world. Let's go to this place of panic. We have all the above things you've mentioned, and so many people will be saying, "Yes, yes, we feel it, and we feel this." You know, and myself also, I'm aware of it. We are aware of the all the the things that, especially through the media, of. Uh, um, you know, internet and television and so on. It's it's you know it it thrives on giving you the news that excites your adrenaline and uh, to bring this stuff. Who is who is sharing any good news? Who is sharing any good news? Uh, no one is buying newspapers about good news. Uh, we have become so um, in some way conditioned to to listen to. The negatives, because somehow the human uh, uh, person is very attracted to uh, this these kind of things. You see, so um, does anybody know any newspaper, any television station that's focused just on good news? They seem not to do so well in the world. Everybody wants to read the the news that makes them feel what's going on, and and it's like we hate it, but we can't resist it. Uh, this is the thing, and that's the predicament of personhood. This is what it is. So I'm asking you now to look now with me. That you say, in this moment, we heard some big news now on the on the television or on the radio or something, and it's like, oh, it's a big bomb has gone off somewhere, and oh, it's just mayhem everywhere like this. And experience inside, oh, everything is on high alert, all the buzzers are going, and you, your uh, blood pressure is going up, everything is going. And uh, there, could you experience these things? Without consciousness, you say, OK, you, something is conscious of uh, 
all these news, when they change, when the when the when the pressure drops, there's awareness of it and so on. But if this awareness is tied into the personal identity, the awareness seems to be taking on suffering also. So behind this, because you cannot run out of awareness, you see, you can say that awareness gets associated with the personal uh, identity. But even now, I don't know how you're feeling inside right now. I'd like to ask you, uh, Greta, how are you feeling in this moment? Let's put attention now only upon this moment. Let's leave all these things. Say, I put this away for a moment now, okay? And I am just here with you. And in this moment, I want you to put attention genuinely on what is the climate, what is the inner climate like for you right now. Just be honest about it as well. Tell me. I can feel um, a layer of anxiety and fear, but it's not the deepest thing. I'm yeah. aware that it's not the deepest thing. Are you aware of the deepest thing? Let's slow down. I'm not in a hurry now. Okay, uh, uh, something is here before these sensations began to appear. Are yes. you are you with are these sensations with you most of the time, all the time, or sometimes only? They're with me most of the time, but I'm also I I also know that in certain moments I can drop behind that all of that fear. And then behind that is just space, just yeah. empty, just uh, like a wind tunnel. Do you do you feel that you deserve to be in that space in in the way the climate of the world is right now? Is is, is there something that feel no? I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Don't deserve to be in that space. I need to be in a space to worry and to and to see what's happening in the world. See what I can do. Or do you feel that uh, you know this space inside is just a sort of escape? Uh, it's not real. It's a fantasy. Or is it real? Uh, uh, I know that that's me. Yes. I. I I know that that's me. Behind all that, you asked if I feel I deserve to be there. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess sometimes when I'm in the person that thinks it's a person, I don't think yes. I deserve to be there. But yeah. when I can remember that, I'm I'm really what's even the one on. even the one who remembers to 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 turn within. Uh, is this one not also perceivable from the place that just is? Is yes. the place that just is busy doing something like? Is it busy being? Is is it it's busy being? Me. No, it's just calm. Okay. okay, it's just abiding. Yes, not busy. What does the what does the term abiding mean for you? Is it is it an action? No, it's a presence. Okay. I feel presence. Yes. Empty presence. <laughs> yes. The I that feels presence, is it different from presence? 
Just take a moment and check. You say, I feel presence. Is that I different from presence? Or is it that in presence, the feeling of I is also perceived? The, the I that, uh, that feels this way and that way is also perceived. Which is the correct perspective? That you are looking at presence, or you are looking as and from presence? I am looking as and from presence, when you ask. Yes. Yeah. Could you say that again for me? Just say, it. say the words again. I am looking from presence. And as presence? And as presence. Yeah. How does that feel now? Is it true? <sighs> Is this something you created or you're discovering? I did not create it. Yes. Yeah. It was it was there before me. It was there before Yes. The world. Yes. Yes. Are you entitled to to say it is you? Because you say it is there before me, meaning that you have just made a statement. To, to, to proclaim, I, I, I am this thing that happened after it. So, um, how do you know that, if you are not there? Will you ask me that question again, please? Yes, you say that, you know, this that is, it was there before me. It was already there before me. Yes, you see, how do you know that, if you are not there itself? The sense of me is a, is the sense of myself, uh, the one who experiences feelings and are moved about by feelings, uh, rises and falls, changes all the time, and is perceived also. You can talk about it and say, "Yes, now I'm feeling like that," or "Now I'm feeling much more." Oh, now I'm dropping. You see, something is watching that. It is not that that which watches these sensations is not the sensations themselves. But because of the habit of associating that as being the self, and it seems like other encounters with other apparent selves confirm that I am this particular self, and there is someone else who is that particular self, then that is embraced, that that is a fact. I am this particular self. You see. So what I am asking may seem a bit... Uh, we are we're slowing down, and we are slowing down in a way that we are just coming to you, actually. We are just coming to what is, to a place of stillness. And I want to know if, as much as you are slowing, something is slowing down into the stillness. Uh, are you not always here, as we speak? In the place yeah. of stillness, are you a visitor to stillness? Or does stillness feel so totally right that you are not doing stillness just you something is allowing you to recognize the inherent stillness that you are you 
your breath has changed also. Uh, what work do you do? I'm a therapist. You're a therapist, okay. So I would just like to say that uh, is it possible that for a while you don't watch TV for a bit and news things just for like two or three days? And just spend those two or three days um, just uh, paying attention to this that I'm speaking about now. Just paying attention to this to see if it is anything you are imagining or discovering. Yes. Yeah. And just, just, uh, just discovering. Because the more we look without creating, just look, and you'll find that uh, your, your breath is changing, uh, something is slowing down. It's like coming back uh, by itself, unforced. It's not, it's not being juggled about, it's just dropping back into itself. Yes. You see? And that is something a very natural, um, uh, if you want to call it a process or a movement, I rather say. It's just allowed to fall back into itself, you see? Yes. And that space it's falling back into is what you are. You see? Uh, the place you were speaking before is what you imagine you became. But the real place, even while the play of becomingness was unfolding, that place was not changing. It doesn't need to, because it is perfect and complete. And you are going to see that as you discover this again, your feelings about the world will change. Uh, you will not be monitoring the, the world so much. Your mind will not be somehow commenting about the things and exciting, you know, the emotions and the blood pressure and all this type of stuff. You can simply pay attention to this place. And what happens is that everything is auto-correcting because of that. Just that simple, isn't it? That simple recognition, allowing yourself the space to verify that there's a non-doing place here, a place from where uh, the, all the, the movements of the mind and things can be seen. But it is not worried about them. In fact, the more you are aware of this, uh, this recognition has the power to bless every aspect of the other expressions in you. Like that. Things slow right back down again. And which is more true for you? Which is more your happy place? It's the place where you are here. Not the one out there. No, it's the It's not even your heartbeat. It's earlier than heartbeat. It's not any thought. Before any thought is there. During the play of thought it is there. When thoughts end, it is still there, untouched. It only requires your recognition. You see, so much importance has been given to the dynamic self-portrait, which keeps on changing, and all of its environment is changing with it. And as you are coming back, just this is true self-respect and self-love is rediscovering, you know, practically and directly and confirming. But I'm just here. 
and pay attention only to yourself. It may seem a bit selfish if other people may say, oh, you know, spending time on yourself. All. No, it is the most wise, the most universally loving thing you can do, is to do this. I think more than successful governments, the world needs people like you, who are willing to make the changes that you can make, uh, which is to pay attention to yourself and uh, and uh, and recognize that there's a sense of self that's lived through the mind and is connected with all of these kind of emotions and stuff that is just also um, impressions arising in a space that is infinite and uh, and you know this is this actually is the end of your chaotic world uh, you be here Leave the rest to God. You just stay here, and after you have done this, uh, as you are doing this, you allow all your natural powers to come again, to flow back up, because they have been cramped and suppressed by all this uh, disturbed uh, way of looking. You see, that happens to many, many, many people in the world, but uh, you are changing this. It will change in you. This power you have. And you start with yourself, and see what happens. You see. Yes. Yeah. There will never be a peaceful world until you are peaceful. Thank you so much. Okay. So beautiful and lovely talking with you, and uh, love, love you. you. I'll love you too so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, my love. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful.